Howdy, and welcome to this, the 35th edition of the FPL Jingle Podcast. The top four is decided, we're going to reveal that in just a moment. We're going to take a look back on week 34, and we're going to take a, uh, a long-term view on the players that are going to be good over the next four weeks, as we have our two-week semi-final and two-week final. Let's get this show on the road. As promised, this is your top four. Of course, Owen Kahidi, uh, otherwise known as Winnie the Pooh, in first with 71 points. Ahead on points difference in front of Stephen Lines. He also finished on 71 points, sneaking in there with the, the least points against. In third, a surprise to some, Paddy Brennan on 69 points. Nice. And in fourth... Uh, possibly Connell, Mark, or Steve M. I have the four top four guys with me today, uh, Steve Lines and Paddy. And will the fourth podcaster reveal themselves? I tell you, on. This bit, this pint of Guinness has never tasted any better. And not only it because like it tears. is me that has also gotten the top <laughs> four spot, but it's also because fuck Mark Gary, and he did not get it. After coming on to this podcast, my fucking podcast, and giving me oh, shit, no, I, I, saying he was going to make top I four. Look at him now. Of Mark saying, I'm huh? really confident. <laughs> fucking head on you. Uh, yeah, how, like, he had... Uh, an eight-game run, his last eight games, six wins, a draw, and a loss. And it just wasn't enough. It was a fucking rough finish for him. Um, but yeah, thank God. Thank God he didn't make it. Because God knows the abuse we'd be getting. Uh, Steve, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll Steve Lyons, we'll start with you. You finished second and uh, stressful. Yeah, um I, you know, I said both of us kind of maybe a couple of months ago were probably thinking we're we're in the playoffs. That's going to happen, and let the rest of them fight out for third and fourth. But um, no, it was very much a, a top four battle all the way. Um, obviously, big fixture final week against Mark Gary in that form, and yeah, just backhanded him into the fifth and eighth place playoffs. Fantastic work, Steve. Um, Paddy, it, it it you were probably most likely to drop. I uh, was indeed. But yes. you 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 beat me. I did. Came as a shock to many. I mean, a shock to many, but not a shock to me. Uh, I will say it was a nervy last week going in because I didn't I mean, like. Obviously, if anyone listened to last week's podcast, they'd probably disagree <laughs> with you. But no one yeah. does listen to it, so <laughs> you work away. I mean, <laughs> I'm allowed a bit of re- retrospective arrogance. Um, I did my, my usual tactic, tactic under promise and over deliver. Oh, I haven't got a chance of getting in. God, no, I haven't got a chance. Fucking go on, go on. Um, but, but no, I was actually very lucky in fairness that my, uh, my city boys didn't double up and I didn't obviously lose out in that, that goal to Watford, which cost you. Uh, then I also had, in fairness, it was a good move bringing in Trossard in midfield. I was happy with that one. Um, I, I was, you know, lucky that Ronaldo didn't do any more. Sub? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, 
I mean, yeah, I didn't expect him to come in. I was lucky that uh, Shar and uh, Walker were both rested. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, it was a very tight one. Uh, I'm, I'm very much relieved, uh, all joking aside. I thought it was in danger with the way form was going. And uh, and I needed that win against you because if not, I would have lost my three of my last four and fallen out of top four. Um, coincidentally, like, I think I'm actually... Like, much, go on. like your son, Marcus <laughs> Gary. I mean, like, have you any words of consolation for poor old Mark? I mean, look, he tried his best. He tried his best. I'm not going to say... I'm not going to quote any Coldplay today because that would be salt and the winds. And I do have the greatest respect for Mark, for Mark because, do you know, with all, with all the difficulties... Why? With all the difficulties he's faced in life, such as being born chronically bad at fantasy football, he's strived and done his best. And he's got, gone the man sold his soul to the devil and still didn't get top four. Fuck him. The, <laughs> actually, sorry. Yeah, he's 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 more skulldugger than me. In that sense, to be fair. Sorry, second Steve. I was going to say the devil is his uh, Mark Gary's dad, like so. It's not that much of a sell of it. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's very that's fair. I would argue though, Mark has broken the rules. I've only ever bent them and tested boundaries. You would say that. You know? Well, that's a whole other podcast, I think. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, geez, uh, great, great to have uh, the the four podcasters, the the top four in. Uh, I'll I'll reveal um, the other playoff positions, fifth to eight. Who um, cares? <laughs> the loser playoffs, Mark. you mean? Merrick, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's too busy crying. No, he likes absolutely he... bottle this. He'd like six... absolutely put. No, put in the put in the clip. Put in the clip where it's uh, we all predicted that not only myself but other I think Connell as well. The Mark Gary was going to bottle it, and he absolutely did. He bottled it, <laughs> bottled it hard. Did he make any mistakes he's though, a, or was just bad he's luck? He's a bit of an alcoholic. He's a man for the bottle. Did he, uh, maybe we'll look at the fixture in more detail. I'll, I'll just finish up the table. Yeah, Mark and Connell drop into that 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 fifth to eighth playoff. Uh, Connor Skeehan and Mitch join them. Mitch with a crazy high score of seventy this week. Um, yeah, Connor and Mitch should be very happy with a win in that playoff. The other two boys are probably still, you know, it's like it's like getting a, a silver medal in the Olympics. You know, you wish you got the gold, whereas the lads getting bronze are fucking happy out like. Ninth uh, to twelfth is Porrick, John, Cahill, and Ty Flynn. No major surprises there in the end. Uh, Thomas lost this week and drew with Ty the week before, so he uh, kind of shafted himself a little. Uh, really thought, really thought that uh, that Th- Thomas was going to get the win and Ty was going to lose and end up back in thirteenth, where he rightfully belongs. That would have been perfect symmetry. Um, so Thomas is hotly tipped then to win the bottom playoffs. Uh, he has Mark, Ray, Gary, and Owen Dillon. Andy Harrington is in last with the highest score this week of 76. So uh, he would have liked that for the playoff race. Or I don't know what you call it, the fucking loser's wooden spoon. But uh, that's <laughs> that's your table. <laughs> Best loser? Yeah, so I'll, re- I'll read out the scores from this week and maybe we'll have a quick look at one or two fixtures before moving on. Uh, so, Steve, you beat Cahill by 10 points, 47-37. That's what got you in. Mitchell Barr scored a crazy high 70 against Mark Lossie, 70-37. Mark Gary lost to you, Steve Lyons, 51-36. Ruined his entire season. John beat Owen Dillon, 45-41. I lost to Paddy by 7 in the end. Um, and I could have knocked you out and got Mark back in, but I'm oh. just like bad at fantasy football, so there you go. Andy beat Porek Sheehan, 76-31. Ray 
beat Connell and would have knocked him out had I beat Paddy, but even if Connell won, he still wouldn't have got in. Such is his bad luck, despite being highest scorer in the league. Tyg lost to Connor Skeen, but he stays in the in the the playoffs um, despite that. And Thomas beat Gary Fowley 45-33. So that's, that's your table. And um, maybe we'll take a quick look at Steve Lyons versus Mark Gary and see where it all went wrong for... To be honest, there was never any point over the weekend where he looked like he was going to beat me. For all the pressure and build-up that I, that, I, that I had felt going into this game week, Arsenal and United kicked off and just... It all just eased away. Saka got off to a great start, and then, you know, Mark assembled a shy team, so that was that. <laughs> um, his one, I mean, he like, really did like bottle it hard. Like he had Fabian Share, didn't pay off. He, he had Fabian Share who didn't play. He had Kyle Walker on his bench who was injured. He had Lacazette who on his bench who didn't play. He had Chris Wood on his bench who didn't play, and he brought in for some reason he brought in Rodrigo. Yeah. Fuck knows why. And one good decided to keep de- decided to keep Tellez, even though United had a terrible double game week. One good move was Bruno Gomes, who I already had, so he was never going to get anything from making that move. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I didn't really see it. He was just covering it. His thinking there, and in fairness, he had the likes of Rudiger coming in with an injury doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I was going to say that. I mean, we should probably just, if we're going to give any advice to someone like Marcus. Probably play more players who are going to play. Yeah, I think that's a solid advice to a fan to, to give to a fantasy noob. You know, you, yeah. it might be nice to go for the big flashy players, but sometimes you just got to pick players that are going to play games. You know, just get exactly. those get those consistent points. You know, I'm like su- I'm I mean, surprised you didn't look. pick up a Bamiyang or something. You know. Yeah, like look, I <laughs> feel, I, I, I've gone. Um, like the, I've the, kind the of glaring. gone the other way now, sorry. and I'm feeling sorry for the lad a little bit, you know. Like if oh, Mark, if you if you want if you want any help, if you want any help with next year's team, Mark, just reach out to me. You know, I'm always a helpful hand here to guide you. You know, unlike your dad, who's just guided you the wrong way, and as a result, you've lost out on top four. <laughs> if I haven't already mentioned that, yeah, just mention it again. You lost out on top four. It absolutely bottled it. The glaring mistake for, for me <laughs> is that he brought in Rodrigo instead of Jesus. Jesus was still available, just picked up yeah. by you, Steve, I've spotted. Uh, and that would have won it for him. Uh, Jesus finishing up on, what, like 17 points, something I think. like that? Yeah, 21. Oh, 21. Yeah, and, and and had he done that, he would be in the top four. So, yeah. uh, yikes. <laughs> if, some, if some butts and candy and nuts were all... Uh, if ifs and buts and can- were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, I butchered that one, but that's here. You know what I mean? Cut it out, on cut it out. Steven. No, 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 that's staying. Uh, and a Good. quick, a quick, a quick, quick peruse through my loss to Paddy <laughs> Brennan here. Um, cool. A quick. lot of bullshit going on here. <laughs> da- Dan Byrne, Casper Schmeichel, fucking Leandro Trosser. You, you've the worst team in the playoffs, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I Paddy. do not. I mean, Wilfred Zaha. Timo Werner, Fabian Scher. These are just your better players. Jaden Sancho. You have a fucking chronic team for the top four race, Paddy. You're you're, you're ignoring the good lads. Like who? Like okay, okay. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Ruben Diaz, good. Uh, Kyle Walker, good. Madison, 
I'd say is good. He's one of the better players. Diaz is okay when he starts, but with that, that rotation in Liverpool, you're never 100%. Son is good. Matip. And that's where that's where it ends. Matip. No, no, that's where it Two ends. Two of the players. Jared Bowen. Oh, no, sorry. Jared Bowen. I didn't see Jared Bowen. I'll let Jared Bowen in, but the rest the of them, Two no. players that were mentioned as well, Paddy traded for recently, so he had a worse team before even getting this far. <laughs> Oh, actually, I will allow Matip, yeah, having a Liverpool defender is always solid. So you yeah. basically got double City defence, Liverpool defence, and then Diaz and Son. That's I, kind of it. I was trying very hard now, in fairness, to engineer uh, my way into some Chelsea defence for this week. I'm gonna go for, I was going to go for big at the back, but uh, alas, that was not the, the case. No one was going to part with them. Mitch the Greedy Bastards, three of them at this stage, and you know where I even go. Fucking dead right. Oh, um... Have we any last words for Connell? I, I, I feel hard done. I feel hard for Connell. I mean, like, Con- in a Connell predicted way. this. He um, did, yeah. <laughs> he, he, well, he didn't predict the loss to Ray, although he did predict no. that he, despite him winning out, Three. he would Yeah, still he did not say he'd it. win out and still not make top four. Which but when he says fairness, win out, he, he, he won nothing like so. Stop using that terminology. <laughs> He's one fucking not. <laughs> won nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Despite uh, winning out, he says. Well, he won. He won the cup and got the most. I mean, most goals scored does nothing for you, you know. Sweet. True. Fuck all. That's going to be the opening part of our podcast. Let's move hold on. Can I? Can I just? Can I just oh, move? Oh, oh. Can I just say one last thing? No. Before we go to the break. Podcast over. In the words of Nelson once, "He who ha has last, ha has best." Um, look, I'm I'm quietly confident on yeah. Now, since I have three experts sitting in front of me, top four fantasy footballers, even we're going to look at game week thirty four, and we're going to learn some lessons. Um, the guys are going to teach us um, some of the exciting results from the weekend. Uh, Man United have kind of dropped out of the top four. They lost to Arsenal and then drew to Chelsea, so that didn't help their top four hopes. City smashed Watford 5-1. Tottenham couldn't beat Brentford, ended 0-0. The Spurs um, shooting blanks at the moment. They can't get a goal for love nor money. And Everton's relegation fears are are becoming very, very real. If they weren't already, they lost to Liverpool 2-0 in an expected result, but one that has got everyone talking about relegation. So, um, Steve M., our, our resident analyst... Uh, you got Arsenal versus United. What do you make of that? They got off to a, a great, um, a great start anyway in this game. When I think was it within the first five minutes? Uh, yeah, it was in fact. It was in the third minute. Uh, Saka puts a cross into the box that um, De Gea does well to get a palm to. Um, but Nuno Tavares is there at the back post, makes it one 0 within five minutes, and you could already see United were kind of panicking. They they looked all over the shop. Uh, and Ketia then at the half hour mark gets a goal ruled out for offside and Arsenal are pretty much in kind of cruise control in that moment and then five minutes later uh, Martin Odegaard plays a lovely ball into the box um, and to Bakayo Saka and, and Tellez kind of brings him down um, as he's going to try and control it uh, the play goes on and uh, like that's where the Nketiah goal get rules out for, for offside but they go back and award the penalty and Saka tucks it away makes it 2-0 
and you thought, well, you know, you haven't got a hope here. But then two minutes later, Matic, put, of all people, puts in a lovely cross into the box for Ronaldo to get a header on to within two minutes having, of having conceded their second goal to make it 2-1. And that's how it went in at the half. Um, and then United, from that point on, kind of dominated the game. They really did. Um, they came out with the second half, the much better team. And they even they had a chance to make it two all, which would have made it a very nervy game for Arsenal anyway. But Bruno Fernandez missed from the penalty spot, uh, hit the post, hit the left post, and went wide. Um, and from that point on, they just completely lost themselves. They just it, the game switched back towards Arsenal, and then Xhaka with a thunder <laughs> a thunder strike from outside the box, which he's kind of fun to do against United every now and then, uh, makes it three one, and that kind of effectively ends the game. Um, from a fantasy point of view, the only thing you'd be worried about is that Sacco kind of got subbed off on 75 minutes for an injury. I don't think it's too severe. I think it'll be okay for the next game. But like you mentioned at the start of the, the segment, Owen, this kind of basically ruined United's hopes of a top four finish. And now you're kind of wondering what they have left to play for other than pride. Oh, well, they certainly don't have that. I'm going to start, Stephen, by asking, what's your favorite word for a goal that where when the ball is struck really hard from a long distance. Oh, it's it's hard to look past thunder bastard. Because that just yeah. first thing it feels like that up. just it feels like that just epitomizes what what it is like. You know, I have a not suitable I, I, I for work yeah, one. There needs to be a curse word. Go on. What was thunder bastard? When has this podcast ever been suitable or, for? Or work? even the pod? It's we'll call it um, a can't stopper. Or st- a stomper, sorry. I... Oh, right. I heard that. I'm like, an, 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 an <laughs> yeah, well, I know what you're yeah. uh, I think everyone can get, get uh, what yeah. you're getting at. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Um, cunt is a great word. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> because a, t- a thunder cunt would be a power shot as well. But what you can also say, and it even sounds worse, is you just say, he cunted that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> to go back to the to, to try and touch on I suppose the fantasy aspect of the game I suppose it, like you know, Ronaldo was kind of looked like he's hit a little bit of form anyway goal in this game and the goal in in the the set their second game of the week against Chelsea so he's maybe an asset worth keeping or if you haven't already picked him up pick him up in regular um and then from Arsenal's point of view like they're right in that t- uh, top four hunt. And they'll be coming up against the West Ham side, who um, will no doubt probably be putting out more or less a second string side, considering their push <coughs> for the the Europa League. They had a one-one draw in the semi-final uh, yesterday, so they're probably going to be resting players for that second leg. And yeah, like you know, the the Arsenal defense, it's like if they get gotcha. they got Tommy Asu back, he came in for an appearance. So if you figure if he can if he can get in. And and get in that right back spot, then it, it makes it a much more solid defense. Maybe it's going forward. Uh, there's definitely players worth picking up in that defense. Yeah, uh, you, you've touched on everything I was going to ask you about there, Ronaldo. You didn't mention Bruno. He's probably not worth having anymore. Man United, nah. Toothless. Um, um, he he. The pro- his problem is that he has Ronaldo in the team. Like he, so he feels like he has to facilitate Ronaldo all the time. Like I, I, we're not going to touch on it, so I'll just mention it here. There was a moment again in the Chelsea match where the ball gets played to him on the left hand edge of the box, 
And normally, like last season, Bruno would have taken that shot on and tried to play it or, and tried to, to, to score. But because Ronaldo's in the team now, he feels like he has to facilitate him. So he tries to play through ball to Ronaldo. He's in an offside position. The flag goes up and the, the ball, the play gets turned over. Like, it's yeah, not, it's, uh, it, it, not, not what he wants to do doesn't owners. suit having Ronaldo in the side, but, which, but also doesn't make sense because Ronaldo is probably United's only best player and only goal scoring threat. So it's kind of like a, a conundrum there. They yeah. scored last year, though. At one point, they were free scoring. You know what I mean? So there, there is the capacity there to do it when you have Bruno playing people in. Like at one point in regular last year, I think I had three United attackers and they're working great. I mean, I know things Vanny. change year on year and players go to form. That was stuff, before Ronaldo, though. Yeah, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's, you know, it's necessarily a good thing to have Ronaldo because he'd score those goals, but like other people who would score them just be shared out, they would. Do you know? I don't know. I think if you have someone like that, we need to completely focus your team around. It can have a very. I suppose, unsettling effect on the team. So United are a team in the Premier League and another team is Everton. They are (laughs) (laughs) currently, they are in 18th in relegation territory. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, like the game was the game, but I I want to know how are you feeling, Petty? I mean, I'm not feeling great, to be honest with you. But... uh, Anything to do with Everton? (laughs) <laughs> it's, do you know it's almost always to do with Everton all. Uh, when I wake up in the morning and I don't feel great I go is this a funk is this my brain not producing enough chemicals that are happy chemicals no 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 it's 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 a Saturday Everton are playing today I'm prepared to be hurt uh, but no as I discussed before it's obviously a hereditary condition that cannot be cured uh, until we go into liquidation which is a real possibility of the way things are looking but uh, but yeah I mean I, I watched the match I, I can't say I had much hopes for it I <laughs> I and did, yes, I did. Yeah, I know, and and yet I still go in. And I'm just still disappointed. But I, I think I think we set up absolutely perfectly fine. I think our, our tactics were great. You're going against one of the best teams in the world. It makes sense to sit back and defend. Uh, we when we sat back and defended and were regimented a couple of weeks ago against City, we should have got a result only for a Rodri handball that was as clear as day and wasn't given. I think it was like a last five minute goal for City as well. So I mean, like, if you go out and set up like that, you can frustrate and you can do well as a consequence. And you saw in the first half that the Liverpool lads were getting very frustrated. Mane probably should have been sent off for the finger in the eye and a slap in the face. And we were just generally frustrating them. And that's what we needed to do uh, in the second half. Like, if the only way we were going to score was going to be a set piece or, you know, something against a run of play or a penalty. Um, which, of course, is a set piece, but you know what I mean. So in the second half, Gordon could have, and I would argue, absolutely should have gotten a penalty. Uh... On the match day, I thought it was a push in the back, but I saw subsequently the stills that he actually stood on his foot and pushed him in the back. So it was clear as day, Penno, and absolutely warranted better looking at. But I mean, like Lampard came out and said, you know, if that's Liverpool, they get it. And I, I do think that the way things go in the league is they want to keep the, the title race as tight as possible and as exciting as possible. So with those 50-50 decisions, I mean, the FA can't find me. Fuck you guys. Definitely. Those this, this, this conspiracy Sounds like something true. a loser would say. This is, but I think it's true. I mean, like, it, it makes more sense. It's lucrative. It makes sense financially. It makes it more exciting. Uh, it's not quite scripting, but those 50-50 so the, decisions. The, head, the headlines tomorrow, Paddy slams PL board. Something like that. Yeah. Bre- Brennan bashes yeah. board. Um, so Everton right. then have to play Chelsea, Leicester, Watford, Brentford, Palace, Arsenal. So yeah. that's uh, that's six games, and they probably need three wins say, at least, five, six, seven points. Yeah, yeah, I, with, yeah. In, with Burnley's form, they need a few wins. Yeah, 
and Leeds also don't forget have a terrible run of fixtures. But I mean, like I'm chatting to people saying, you know, Leeds have bad fixtures. We could definitely catch them. But like Leeds have a six point head start. We've won four games since September. I don't see where you think we're going to gobble up those six points if Leeds get any more points this year. Gobble gobble. Do you know what I mean? If if Leeds get a. Any more points this year, they're nearly home and host. So, I mean, like, I, I think we need to keep fighting with Burnley as well as Leeds. But, I mean, like, those fixtures, they're not as bad as they look. Leicester have one eye in Europe, if not two eyes. They're going to be having heavily rotated teams. Watford are no good. And if we set a property against them this time, we should be fine. Brentford are, you know, they're a good team. But, I mean, we're going to be fighting for our lives. They're not. Uh, Palace, they want us the last time, but they haven't been great recently. And they really struggled to finish against Leeds. Arsenal again will hopefully have their position secure wherever they do finish by the end of the of the league and be you're, asleep. You're not you're not selling it to me, Paddy. I've, I've no, I, in really fact not. I'm even more convinced Everton are going but, to get relegated. Do you know what? I'll put it this way: I was looking to arrange to go to the Arsenal Everton match on the last day. And why? I was, I why I was, would you do that to yourself? And that's actually what my dad asked me. To be fair, he's like, "You have to, you wait have to go what? to a relative's funeral." Like, <laughs> and I, I, I looked, and then we actually got offered tickets to Munster Leinster. One of our friends, he can't go because he's got his driving test. And I was like, "Do you know what? That feels like a less heartbreaking thing to go to." So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I called off the Everton Arsenal on the twenty second. I was going to go to Munster Leinster the twenty first. I want the camera panning to the crowd and it's Paddy in an Everton jersey sitting on his own crying. That's <laughs> my dream. He's at the game, but he's watching the Everton match on his phone. Like He's, una- he's unable to pay attention to the match going on right in front of him because the match that he really cares about is happening on the phone and it's actually breaking I'm, his arse. And it's, I, I, like that ad- it's like that ad with the American Indians and just a single tear rolls down his cheek. I'm actually imagine Paddy like, looking at the rugby game and being like, happy and then looks at his phone Sorry, and then turns to sad and then looks up and it's happy again and looks down at his phone and is sad. Just constantly doing emotional tennis with himself. <laughs> Well, the idea that Munster will actually beat Leinster is a joke in and of itself. Oh, Although, wait, Paddy, you're a Leinster yeah, man, aren't yeah, you? I am indeed. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Steven, there we you there. go. There's a. Uh, yeah, I do remember now. There's a team in blue that you can be proud of, Paddy. Sure, Stephen. We're talking about ago, teams in blue. <laughs> man City beat Watford five-one. <laughs> Stephen Lines, you watched this one, uh, and I mean, like Watford fans probably aren't that disappointed with what happened here. Yeah, they're probably delighted that you know it's there's not a goose egg on their side of the scoreboard. They got one, and um, they did that. That goal was very good. It was some nice play down the left between uh, Dennis and Kamara. Dennis with a lovely chip through ball for Kamara, kind of head low and hard. Ederson maybe should do better, but it was good finish nonetheless. But yeah, not, ultimately, like the story of the game is City were miles miles better than Watford. Even with a bit of rotation in their lineup, with an eye on that um, excellent uh, tie against um, Real Madrid in the Champions League, um, Gabriel Jesus kind of came from nowhere um, in terms of you know, let's say the thinking for that Champions League game, and just came out to the four goals and an assist masterclass. Really, I say masterclass. He just had a lot of good chances put on a plate from by the likes of Kevin De Bruyne. Um, but I think that definitely does spice up. Um, kind of the fantasy perspective of City with if Gabriel Jesus is now a starter who's being rested and you, then you have the likes of Foden and Mars who also have to come out there's going to be um, you know players lying around that are going to have to come into that lineup you know a Jack Grealish 
Sterling's probably been off the boil for people who own him. Uh, but he could very much kind of catch fire in the league because of their eye on the Champions League. Um, and then the likes of Zinchenko might come in uh, and, and Ake as a, a random rotation if people like gambling and playing Pep Roulette. Yeah, is is the City defence settled again? Because uh, obviously Stones went off injured, uh, Diaz back from injury, uh, Walker was injured as well. Um, are they back to full strength there? I think they're a bit kind of, yeah, like Walker's not 100% yet. I'd imagine he'll probably be rested at the weekend, even if he is good to go, because they'd rather him kind of be top top you know uh, fitness against Vinicius Junior uh, in the Champions League midweek I think you know John Stones is injured but he's not first choice um, and then Cancelo is was suspended in the Champions League the first time around so he'll be back so I'd say once after the Real Madrid game they'll be back to their settle four back four of Walker uh, Diaz uh, Laporte and Cancelo Okay, so a few options there while injuries and rotation are still a thing. Uh, that's been game week 34. Let's move on to three tips and a spicy boy. Game week 35 has no doubles, oddly enough. Uh, I'm going to spare you me reading out the fixtures. Uh, fixture of the week. Ones to exploit are probably Villa versus Norwich. Fixture of the week, nothing big. like Kind of a lot of expected results here. Oh, what would you give it to, boys? Best game this week? West Ham Arsenal, probably. Just Everton purely because... Chelsea. I'd actually go Leeds against Man City. Everton that's Chelsea. for entertainment. No, that's you. a good show. Like... Uh, no, I don't... Uh, Leeds won't be... Aren't the same, like, up and down the field kind of team they were under to Bielsa. They're way more structured now. Mm. Which, now I'm not saying that doesn't make... it. it well, it actually does. It doesn't make them as fun to watch because... They're probably just going to lose this game like 3-0 and not really create much. Whereas it, before with Bielsa, they might have lost like 7-1 and that would be Burnley, entertaining. Is it Burnley-Watford, given the implications of that game? Oh, Jesus, I'm not watching Everton that game. Are, Everton, Everton are Watford beating Chelsea. It doesn't matter what Man United true. do. That's not necessarily true. We're going to be, it's, it's in Goodison, it is. isn't it? You can, you it can is, clip yeah. that it's bit. It's in Goodison. That, that place would be like a cauldron. And they'll be, they'll be, like they'll be, they'll be, away. Winter they'll be bleeding stew. blue. They will. They'll be bleeding blue. And Rock chants going everywhere. Exactly. I'm expecting a Richarlison scrappy goal to win the game for them. I'm expecting when you say a cal- when you said a cauldron, all I imagined was a, like a witch's cauldron where they like cook children or something. Because there's okay. no way that those there's no way it's going to be a cauldron of happiness anyway. It's just going to be a cauldron of misery. Okay. But should Richardson has taken to a message and fans on Instagram being like, please come to the match on Sunday, guys. We need you. Jesus. Oh. Uh, let's move on to the tips before Everton embarrass themselves anymore. <laughs> yeah. As if fan denial couldn't do couldn't do uh, a better job of, den- of embarrassing them. Paddy's doing it here live on the pod. You guys are going to be uh, fucking eating your words. I, eating your words and eating your hats. Can I actually just um, go back to something Paddy said about Everton himself earlier in the pod? That he almost wishes they get liquidated so he can hit the free agency market as a fan and get a good club. That kind of went under the radar. Who would you pick up, Paddy? <laughs> I did not say that at all. Who are you oh going to pick God. up, Paddy? 
Who would you start supporting? As a club? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, I'd probably pick someone just as depressing and hopeless. Uh, would you join... Arsenal aren't as depressing Would anymore. you join your son at Man City? Have a bit of happiness. Oh, Jesus, no. More soul than that, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, Burnley? Uh, probably... Probably someone, no, no, I don't like Brexit FC, I don't, the two races for me. Brentford, uh, Brentford, not, not misery, but like... Palace, I was thinking Brentford. Palace, Brentford, so Brentford or West Ham, I think. Jack with a wire or Evan for those who get that reference. No, I'm going <laughs> to end this aside and bring us back to our tips. <laughs> uh, Stephen Meisel Bach, Bach boy. <laughs> Uh, who <laughs> Please call think? him that forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even. I suppose it is how. I suppose it is one way of pronouncing my name, but it's not Marshall how I, I, I tell people to pronounce Guess it. Who's back? Back, uh, back? Yeah, back again. <laughs> uh, I'm going for Aston Villa defenders in the game at home against Norwich. Uh, I really, I, I backed Norwich in the game they had at home to Newcastle and they completely shot the bed and lost 3-0 and were absolutely dire. Like Amber Heard. And I think that, <laughs> yeah, way to keep this topical, uh, Owen, Zing. good for you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm well up on my shitting bed memes. <laughs> yeah. Not sure how I feel uh, clearly. Um, so look, they're, they've more or less resigned themselves to the relegation. They're gonna try and put up a half decent fight, but Villa are the much better side of the two and should easily just get a win here to nail. Uh, so I'd say if any any um, defenders you can get your hands on, Matty Cash on the right is a mainstay. So are Kansa and Mings. Maybe the left hand side is a little bit um, up for grabs because I think Dinier is injured. So I think Ashley Young will probably play there, but. He, I think, is he down as a midfielder, lads, in the league? In the, I think in he's a defender. The FPL. I actually think he is a defender. Oh, well then, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he's worth looking at then yep. just for maybe potential attacking returns. But yeah, that's, that's my fantasy tip anyway. Thank you, Buck Boy. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> move along to Steve Lyons' tip. Yeah, no, I fancy Arsenal against West Ham. Uh, Steve Meisel Buck uh, alluded to it earlier. That you know, West Ham are going to be coming off that Europa uh, League. They're down two one to Frankfurt, so they'll have a lot of focus on that uh, second leg. Um, so I think yeah, we're going to see the West Ham B team, and they, I think Zuma is their only fit centre back available in the league. So it's going to be a makeshift backline that's probably trying to preserve itself for another game. So I think yeah, Arsenal defenders if there's any available, Tommy Yasu could be a pickup, um, or then any of the kind of forwards or mids if there's an Enketia or Smith row line around it could be a good punt yeah um, I couldn't agree more I think I think both West Ham and Leicester are going to be tired but West Ham with something to play for they're, they're in 7th there on 52 points only 3 ahead of Wolves just that behind them with a game in hand so they'll be trying hard but but as you say with, with a B team I think yeah, I think the lore of the Champions League, while also winning a trophy, is just like that's just too good a marriage for West Ham to kind of look up, even if it is at the expense of maybe finishing fifth or sixth in the league. Okay, uh, and yeah, I, I mentioned Leicester there, Paddy, which which ties in nicely to your tip. It does indeed. Uh, my view would be that looking at the fixtures going forward, I think that Spurs defenders. 
are a good bet. I appreciate when you look at the like fixtures and the difficulty in that this week, you would ostensibly think that it's a, a tough one for uh, for Spurs. But Leicester, as you were just saying a moment ago, are going to be heavily rotated. And so I think they, they might really lack teeth going forward. Obviously, if you can get one of the attacking wing backs for Spurs, be that uh, Emerson or uh, Reggion. But even Reggion's a bit uncertain at this point. I think uh, Emerson Royal is probably the the mainstay there now, isn't he, really? With Doherty injured. He is, but so he, he's just so bad. He's not very good. He's not very good, to be fair. But he does he's there. get up the pitch, and that makes me excited. But I mean, like, he wouldn't be bad <laughs> to pick up. And and even... He's there. He's get the certainly clean sheet a Spurs he'll, defender. He'll get the odd, the odd, uh, the odd assist, too, I think, just because they're so so reliant on their wing-backs. But, um, but yeah, Spurs defenders, not going forward, not just for that Leicester match. My point is, they've got a double game week, even if it's not a great one against Liverpool and Arsenal. And then a lovely final two fixtures of Burnley and Norwich. So, I mean, like to be honest... It, that's five fixtures in four weeks, and I think three of them are really favourable in Leicester, Burnley, Norwich. So that's, you know, that, that they're just generally a good defence going forward, I think, personally. Gobble them up, says Paddy Brannan. <laughs> Spicy boys, I'll kick us off. Uh, I am going with Ben Davis to score a goal. I've just got that feeling. Uh, I think they're going to stomp all over Leicester. I think this could be like a 3 or 4 nil. Uh, Leicester, like honestly, m- may as well lose all the rest of their games in the Premier League, and I just feel like Ben Davies is more likely than the wing backs even to get a goal in this one. So that's my bit of spice for the week ahead. Um, Steve Lyons, give us yours. Actually, just on Spurs, they haven't had a shot on target in their last two games, so three or four nil could be bold. Um, but probably not not as bold as it's much harder to score that way. Christian Eriksen away against Man United at Old Trafford. He's just going to bang it in top ends from a free kick. Simple as. Ooh. Spicy. From the from a dead ball. Uh, I can tell how spicy that was because Owen yawned during the middle of it. <laughs> he was just absorbing all the spice in the air. I'm struggling away. This is my first part. He was trying to, he's trying to intake air to try and calm down his, ma- his mouth from all the spice. This is Give me the milk someone. Sniff. It's my first pod back in, like, you know, over a week, so, you know, just give me a break, give me a break. Don't stress yourself too hard, on. Whoa, bro. Buck boy. Not like I did it last week with COVID or anything. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what's, what's your bit of spice, though, Steve? Um, I think... <laughs> Stephen <Sorry>. is my real name. That's <laughs> <is> my name. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, I think, despite Lacazette coming back to coming back to match fitness or and in training, I think Enketi is going to keep his place uh, for the match against West Ham. I don't. Mikel Arteta doesn't like to change a winning team, so uh, I think Enketi will start and I think he'll score against West Ham. So that's my spicy boy. Not as spicy as uh, Steve's, like directly from a free kick, but you know Enketi is a player that like oh nobody would have in their team, so. That's what I'm going yeah, for. Well, we don't want them to be too spicy either, Steve, because you know it just gets outlandish. Um, yeah, yeah, like I'm like I, I'm glad we changed yours last minute from the Pablo Fornals goal to Ben Davies because you know that was well. I had ben to Davies, leave... the the the, the Fornals one was too spicy. Like you have to give it a week off. You know, I had to cool leave one for Petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Petty is yours, Pablo Fornals. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I wish it was, and I considered it, but I didn't want to gazump you when I thought yours would be Mr. Fernals. Mine's actually uh, Mr. Matthew Stewart-Cash. Uh, Matt to his friends. Uh, but I-, I think that 
Norwich, they're playing, yeah, they're playing Norwich, are just porous. I was looking there, they conceded three in their last two games in a row, three to Newcastle and three to United, neither of which are incredible teams going forward. So I think that uh, they'll probably really, really suffer with uh, Cash attacking on the wings. And I suppose it's reminiscent of our, our live podcast a few weeks ago where the Cup was won based on Matty Cash's, uh, I suppose, returns. So, uh, yeah, I think that Matt Cash should be a very, very good uh, spicy boy this week. Uh, definitely expecting an assist, maybe a goal. Who knows? It's a good thing I have him in my team. Uh, usually at this point in the pod, we reveal our teams and our feelings for the week ahead. But I have to take on Bach Boy and uh, <laughs> Mr. Lines. You're playing Paddy, so we're all we're all on show. Um, yeah, maybe Paddy, you'd like to take advantage of this and 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 give us some fake tips like you normally do when you appear on the podcast. I never give fake tips. That's awful. <laughs> I true. I think I, no, I wouldn't do that. That would be terrible thing to do I personally think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in a few Brighton defenders because I think that Wolves won't score oh, against yeah. them so yeah so, I'm thinking, but, but it won't be a spicy type of a, of an affair I'm thinking Cucurella I'm thinking Trossard I'm thinking Neil Mopé might get Sanchez oh, and yeah. go you know might get a, a little Brighton foursome as we call it in the game but but yeah um, Devil's foursome <laughs> That would be my, my tips. Uh, no, no, all joking aside, uh, <laughs> I haven't made a wholesale change to my team. I'm it's actually, okay, Paddy, those weren't funny, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, quite now, Bach boy. Um, I haven't made wholesale changes to my team. Before we, we, before we call it off, um, can I, yeah, I mean, like, we're all probably going to predict that we're going to win it. I think I'm going to win out. Uh, any, any opinions on how, like, it's kind of pointless from the four who were in it. But uh, is the confidence high amongst you boys? My confidence is fucking sky high. I'm going to win it. And because you're all going to be so upset, and I'm going to do twice a week to Mark and Connell, I'm going to send you all a picture of me and the trophy every Sunday. I'm going to give Connell and Mark one on Wednesday as well. You're giving me renewed ambition. Um, to be honest, I don't know. Like, I think, I, I think I'm beating Paddy and I'm making the final, and we'll see how we go from there. But... Um, I wouldn't say like I can feel it in the waters or that I'm just going to yeah. Steve M do you think you're going to win out? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Very simple. <laughs> Why? Cuz I cuz I am cuz I have the best team in the in the league in the, the top 4. Totally disagree. But uh, no like the math I have the highest scoring if the math proves it. Oh, look at him going to his maths. Typical. <laughs> Unless I'm not okay. going to my bullshit lawyer like you like Making up absolute shite. Numbers all over the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was lockdown. All right. Be, you must be getting angry for doing all this. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a beautiful mind. Yeah, you're not. I, I see what you're doing, Paddy, but you're not going to ruin the good mood that I'm in having knocked Mark Gary out of the playoffs. Uh, I just had what, to I, mention that one more time before we finished up the podcast. I think you do have a very nice team. It's just a shame that they're going to all shit the bed. I'm not even playing you. What do you care? You won't be happy, Steve, when, 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 I, when first, that happens. I prefer Owen to finish second. He's more gracious than you. Uh, I think uh, I think you're genuinely afraid, Paddy, and that's what all this is about. This is like some sort of deflection mechanism. Uh, Owen, yeah. do you want to just finish this off before Paddy just kind of comes I'll back with more retorts? 
yeah, if you, the listener, want to get in touch with us, the podcasters, you can do so with a, using a link that's in the podcast description. You can see the league itself. There's a link in the podcast description also. And you can get at us on Twitter. You can get updates on when the show goes live. And lads, uh, any any words of pity for Mark before we end it? None? Lead, then that'll do. <laughs> <laughs>